0: Daily Mail Tuesday, August 4th. Got one question for you. What matters to you? Simple question. What matters to you? Uh, What matters to me? Uh, Netflix. Duncan, my dog. I suppose my baby mama and the unborn child are on that list. Uh, Basketball sneakers, I like those. Painkillers. It's really about it. I don't know. There's not that much else, but driving definitely matters to me. So when you ask yourself what matters to you, if you say driving, then Mazda is for you. Driving with the windows down, the hair blowing through your hair, the moments when it's just you in the road, no distractions, handling every curve. If all that matters to you, if those moments matter to you, then go over to Mazda, because driving matters to them. Uh, Let's start in Japan. Konnichiwa where chicks have just given up basically on life and they've decided that the quote hangover girl is the new style it's the latest uh, makeup and hair trend in Japan they are uh, there's two major points to this style first is a wet hair look ordinarily you know these Japanese chicks they have like their pinned straight hair not anymore now it just looks like you kind of rolled out of the shower it's like it looks like a wet greasy kind of just like, Hangover, look, like you just rolled out of bed. And the second is the Ofero Gao makeup. Uh, ofero Gao, it, it comes from the words Oshara, which is means which means fashionable in Japanese, and the English word for pheromones. Put together, so it's supposed to be a cute a mixture of cuteness and sexiness. And they use rough eye shadowing and blush right underneath the eyes. And they don't do their hair. And it honestly looks like these bitches have been beat up. Like, if you see these pictures of these Japanese girls, you would think you're looking at, like, a battered woman. It looks like she has, I mean, it looks like, forget about Hangover, forget about she had a rough night of drinking. It looks like they had a rough night in the Octagon with Ronda Rousey. It looks like they went 30 seconds with Ronda. Just big, puffy red eyes and messy hair. But you know what? I can't knock it. This is the ultimate snake until you make it move. This is almost like how dad bod was hot for a minute. It was just like the whole internet for some reason decided guys with like beer bellies and, and like man boobs and some flabby marshmallow bodies were all of a sudden hot. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was the best like two weeks of my life. I I got to appreciate Japan trying to make this a thing. It's like, fuck it. I'm so sick of doing my makeup and being pretty. We're just going to make being hungover and ugly, hot. I've always thought that. Like, you know, originally they say that, uh, you know, now it's hot to be tan. But back in the day, it was considered hot to be pale because it meant that you were rich and you you weren't working in the fields. You were always indoors. So, you know, being pale as shit was actually like a status thing and people thought you were hot. We need to go back to that. We need to make pale, fat, and hot. We need to make pale and fat hot. That's what's up. Why don't we just all agree upon that and then everybody could be fucking good looking. We don't have to worry about working out and dieting and shit like that. These Japanese girls, they don't have to care anymore. They can just drink and fucking do drugs and look as shitty as they want. And they can just be like, nah man, it's 2015, hangover style. Oh fair gal, that's what's up. We'll just go like 25 feet to the right or to the left or whatever. I don't know, I'm not good with my geography. To China, where there's been another goddamn escalator accident. This employee who was shop, uh, mopping up a shopping mall had his foot and part of his leg amputated after being trapped in an escalator. He, uh, his name was Zhang. He was uh, mopping it up. The mop, got, the mop brush got stuck in between the stairs, and then he got yanked in, and they needed to amputate his foot. This is the fourth escalator accident in China in six days. Zhang Lujang, 30, he's dead. He fell through an escalator plate and died. Uh, There's another one where uh, this chick, she pushed her son to safety before she got sucked in to death. Uh, One-year-old, a few days before that, he got his arm trapped in the escalator. And uh, there was a six-year-old injured on Saturday after his foot got caught in Beijing. China, step your shit up. Christ the fucking mighty. We're not talking about rocket science here. We're not talking about fucking the expedition to Mars. We're talking about escalators. Goddamn moving staircases. That shit was invented like a million years ago. If you guys... How come how can China not figure out moving staircases? All Every Chinese kid, every Asian I've ever known has been a, a fucking genius. Maybe, maybe they all leave and come to America. Are there no geniuses in China building escalators? Apparently not. Because there's fucking... Four dead people in like six days. People losing limbs and shit left and right. Like, you know, we're not, I'm not asking too much. You you're, you, you want to be taken seriously as a country, China? You got a billion fucking people. You want to be taken seriously in this world? Learn how to make an escalator that doesn't kill people. Ah, more geography for me. Dutch woman. If you you are Dutch, you are from Holland, right? Maybe. And Holland is the same thing as Belgium? No, or the Netherlands. I really, I genuinely, I always fuck this up, and I never look it up because it's something I always want to not know for the rest of my life. I want to, like, have this ignorance in me for the rest of my life to not understand the difference of all those countries over there. So this Dutch woman, anyway, she's marrying her dog after her husband, who was a cat, died. Uh, Dominique Lisbriel of the Netherlands. Oh, so I was right, The Netherlands is getting married again after losing her husband to kidney failure. She's getting hitched to her dog. Her first husband, Dorak, was a cat. Putting Dorak to sleep was horrible. I've I've had him since I was three, but I feel lucky to have him. I had 16 lovely years with him. She plans to wed Travis, but she wants to wait a while to get over her grief of losing the cat. Travis, her intended, has been with her for several years. She said she rescued him from being homeless while living in Greece. She found him at the beach where he stole her shoes and bags while she was swimming. And, uh, they say that's when he stole her heart. Um, well, it sounds like if you go to MarryYourPet.com, you can actually do this. Uh, clearly a little bit crazy. Not gonna lie. This Netherlands broad is clearly fucked three, three ways, three ways till, to the wind, three ways till Sunday, whatever that fucking saying is. Um... What an upgrade though, you know, going from a dog to a cat, that's like being married to like a fat, ugly, nagging woman. And then she dies and you get married to like a sexy smoke who like doesn't bother you and leaves you alone and lets you do whatever you want. That's basically going from a cat to a dog. If I'm the dog, I'd be like, whoa, red flag. You used to be married to a chick, uh, to a, to a cat. That's the biggest red flag of all. You know how you always gotta like look at your your your, your, your spouse's exes, You're like ooh. Like I, I I'll be honest. If I look at the exes in my situation, I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm not even nearly as much of a catch as I thought I was. Well, that's what Travis the dog has got to be thinking of. Who names their dog Travis, by the way? That's a terrible dog name. This chick is just all mixed up. But anyway, you know, good for the woman. Major upgrade from cat to dog. Horrible for Travis having to marry this crazy broad who, A, named him Travis, and B, used to be married to a fucking cat. Head over to St. Louis where there's this dude who's been living on top of a billboard for three weeks. And it's some sort of protest slash, I guess it's not a protest, it's more of a, I don't know, just like a display so he's been on top of this billboard for three weeks, and his goal, he said he's going to live on top of the billboard until there's been seven straight days without a murder in St. Louis. So for three weeks, Daniel Fuller, he was sitting up there, and he was waiting for a break in the violence in St. Louis. His commitment was one to sit on top of the billboards until the murder stopped for seven consecutive days. His goal was in within reach on Sunday. It was the seventh day. He was ready to do it. You're ready to make it through that 24 hours and come on down. And hours into the seventh day, some fucking dude was found dead in his backyard. He had been shot and killed. And you know what? This, this guy did not take the news well. He lost his cool. He was visibly upset. He realized he had to start over, all over from square one, be up there for at least another week. And you know what? He just said, fuck it. said, he's done. He just fucking climbed down the ladder and said, I'm finished with it. He just gave up. And, and people were trying to let him off the hook. They said, oh, I think he fulfilled his commitment. He made it. He made his point. It's a, it's an attempt to, you know, to, to, to right this community, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> nope, didn't make it, bro. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, there's been 115 homicides in St. Louis this year. That's, you know, here's the thing, pal. Pick a better way to demonstrate against violence in your city when there's been 115 murders in half a year. Because... Uh, It ain't going to happen. Seven straight days, it's like, I'm going to be up on this fucking billboard until I see a unicorn. Pick something a little more reasonable. Be like, I'm going to binge on Netflix. I'm going to watch House of Cards on Netflix until somebody stops murdering. I'm going to, like, hang out in my air-conditioned house and and for a long time ordering Seamless until the violence stops. Because that's what you got to do in these cities that suck. I would never do that. In New York City in the summer... I don't think I could be on a billboard for more than 15 minutes without someone getting murdered. Use your brain, Daniel Boone. You're not going to... This is never going to happen. This is like, you know, waiting there until you see Santa Claus. Waste of your fucking time. Let me finish off today. Uh, Trent blogged this, I believe. Where a mom of three claims she's going blind after drinking 28 cans of Red Bull per day. Uh, Lena Lupari ballooned to 26 stone. Out of all the most ridiculous things, by the way, out of all the, the differences between here and across the pond, uh, using stone as your fucking measurement of weight is ridiculous. Like, I'll deal with the metric system. I know it actually makes more sense with, uh, you know, it's, it's based in 10 and it's technically better. I'll I'll do the conversion to, like, pounds and inches and all that shit, uh, uh, fucking... Inches and all that jazz, but 26 stone. I gotta Google every fucking time how many pounds that is. So 26 stone is apparently 364 pounds. That's one fat bitch. That's a lot of fucking Red Bull pounds. Apparently, she dropped almost $6,000 a week. 6,000 pounds, we're talking now money wise. 6,000 pounds on the high energy, uh, calorie, high calorie energy drink. She was unaware of the damage she was doing until she collapsed in June. She had some fucking idiopathic intracranial hypertension. Uh, 28 cans of the energy drink while looking after her children. I used to drink 28 cans of Red Bull in a day, and I'd only have a meal at night, but usually it would be something like fast food (laughs) or some pasta. I've got three young children, one with special needs, and didn't have the time to make anything. i had been suffering from migraines and headaches for about five years, but I just ignored them and took painkillers. Oh, no. Bro, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm reading this article for the first time out loud right now. And you know what I just realized? Do you know what I just realized happened? I'm looking at ghosts of Christmas future. Lena Lapari, this fat bitch drinking 28 cans a day saying, I don't have any time, about to raise children, eating like garbage and taking painkillers. I, This is me. This is going to be me. I don't even really eat food well as it is right now. I, l- I work from fucking home. And my wife's always yelling at me that I don't eat lunch. Like I don't eat a good lunch. Or sometimes I'll just like skip lunch altogether or I won't eat it till like 4 o'clock. And I'm always saying to her I just don't have time. Between the blog and then I do daily mail and then usually I wrap this up and we're we're starting the rundown. So it's kind of like I'm not going to order any food now because it's going to be delivered in the middle of the rundown. And then the rundown takes fucking forever because it's just my boss yelling out loud for like an hour straight. Next thing you know I blink. And it's like 3.30. And then I got to order something and it takes time to deliver. Bingo, bango. It's like 4 o'clock. Next thing you know, I'm like, fuck it. I might as well just wait till dinner. And then obviously I'm taking a bunch of painkillers. The only thing missing is the 28 cans of Red Bull a day. That's the only reason I'm not 26 stone, a.k.a. 364 pounds. So this really is just a lesson for me. Fuck all you guys in the audience right now. This is really just saying, hey, Kevin, if you drink 28 cans of Red Bull a day, you're going to fucking go blind with diabetes and be almost 400 pounds, which, you know, I probably didn't need this story to let me know that. Probably didn't need to listen to this podcast to educate you on that. You probably could have guessed that $6,000 worth of Red Bull a week will make you go blind and fat. But I'm just saying this chick is so eerily similar to me that now I know this is like scared straight. I'm off Red Bull forever. No Red Bull vodka. No, I don't even really drink it to begin with. But energy drinks, you're off the list. Otherwise, I'm gonna be fat and blind. Uh, daily uh, mail time tonight. I'm back in the studio with super producer BC in Brooklyn for the first time in a month. Should be a good time. So tune in tomorrow for the full length podcast. That's on iTunes. Uh, you search mail time. Subscribe over there. Uh, it'll be a full hour to plug in, juice up, and slack off at work. I'm out.